0: Welcome back to our final few minutes of the Bulls and the Bears Radio Hour, sponsored by Online Trading Academy. Once again, for those of you that joined us somewhere in the middle of the show, I am Aaron Warby and joined today and almost every week by the incomparable Nigel Cave. And here we are on our last show. We're going to finish up by discussing some very important things. And I think in our last show, I want to do just a little bit of teaching. I want everybody to have the advantage of wisdom. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to try and quote myself in any degree because (laughs) I have mentors, (laughs) all right? And I'm actually going to make it a little bit more familiar, but I do want to point out a couple of things. If you want to do well, then you need to listen to those that are doing well. Mm -hmm. One of those that has done really well is Warren Buffett. So I'm just going to do a couple of quotes from Warren Buffett, and we'll talk just a little bit about them, all right? But he said this. Now, most people um, only quote the first you know, a couple of words here. He says, risk comes from not knowing what you are doing. That's typically where the quote ends. If you look on the internet, okay, Mm -hmm. but that's not actually what he was saying. Risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. So why diversification is only required when investors are ignorant. You only have to do a very few things in your life so long as you don't do too many things wrong. Warren Buffett.
1: You know that 's really funny that you say that because I tell people all the time diversification is a really good way to underperform the market, yes,
0: well, to average the market right yeah,
1: even if you 're good, the more you
0: diversify, the closer to average you get, or is, less yeah and and Warren Buffett is not there to average anything. Warren Buffett is to outperform things mm-hmm. all right if you had invested you know in 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 Berkshire Hathaway back in one thousand nine hundred and seventy uh, or, and you know, taken the same money, if you'd taken $70, put it in Berkshire Hathaway in, uh, 1970 and then taken $70 and put it in the S and P, the S and P would have grown to about $200,000 mm-hmm. in today's money. All right. By today, I suppose. Yeah. All right. You would be multimillionaire with Berkshire, Berkshire Hathaway. Hathaway. Yeah. Because he does not underperform the market. He outperforms the market. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't do that by throwing all of his eggs into a whole bunch of baskets <laughs> that give him average or below that gives average. Yeah. yeah, and so if you're doing things and what he's saying here, you know, um, if you if you were to listen to him uh, very closely, he would say, "All right, for the average investor, you should put your money in the S and P 500, which, by the way, is a basket of 505 of the best performing stocks in the uh, you know Stock in the financial yeah. industry." All right. Well, if it's the 505, then what you're doing is you've actually got a whole bunch of diversification here, Mm -hmm. right? That's, that's lots of diversification. He personally doesn't, uh, believe in diversification for himself. So why is he telling everybody else to do it? Well, that's in the first line risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. So why diversification is only required when investors are ignorant. So, Hey, if you're ignorant. Expect average or below average. Mm -hmm. In fact, there's a reason he said the S&P 500 and not mutual funds, which are the exact same thing, right? They just have more fees and they
1: don't perform as well. Right. They
0: just underperform the S&P. So he says that the average person should do the Mm S&P because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, average sucks. (laughs) No, I, I really mean it, okay? I just want to talk about average here for a second. Did you know that the median annual... Uh, retirement income in the United States is $47,620 a year. I did not know that. Yeah. Now, I don't know how comfortable you feel at $47,620 in a year, but that doesn't sound like the kind of retirement that most people were dreaming of. No. But that's what you get when you do average things. Okay, so the average person goes into 401ks and mutual funds. And they get average results like $47,620 a year. Mm -hmm. If you want to do anything better than that, you can't be average. And I think that's the point. That's certainly Warren Buffett's point, okay? And so what do you need to do? Well, he's saying that risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. And because you don't know what you're doing, you are required to have wide diversity of investing, right? Lots and lots of, of diversity, so that it covers some of, some of your ignorance. Yes, things are going to go wrong, but if you're, you're all spread out, then one thing going wrong doesn't absolutely kill you. Mm-hmm. And Warren Buffett says, eh, I don't need to do that because I'm not ignorant. <laughs> I can cover my risk with understanding. Mm-hmm. Eh, okay, well, you can either be average or you can get some understanding. And it turns out that here at Online Trading Academy, we teach how to not be average. We teach financial literacy.
1: Well, and, and one of the other things that Warren Buffett talks about is he says, he's, I've, he, one of his quotes is, I've been in the insurance business for 50 or 60 years or whatever he says. Yeah. He's not talking about Geico that he's owned no. for a long time. He's, he's talking, talking about, about options. options. Yeah. The guy's been an options trader forever, and he's very good at it. And a lot of the things that he does, most people yeah. can do. And you can typically learn that stuff. It's not crazy hard, but you need someone to teach you. Yeah, I could give you a book right now that says how to trade options, but then if you go to try and click the buttons, you may be very lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Now let's talk about Warren Buffett's thoughts on market timing.
0: Quote, I will tell you how to become rich. Close the doors. Be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. All right. Now, this is coming from the guy that back in the 1970s says, my favorite holding period is forever. But now he's saying, yeah, look. You are greedy when others are fearful and fearful when others are greedy. All right. This is a nod that that's if you are greedy when others are fearful, you're buying things when everybody else is panicking. Mm -hmm. That means that it's at the very bottom of the market where you're buying. And if you're selling things when other people are greedy, that's what happens at the very top of the market. Everybody is stupid greedy. Yeah. He's talking about market timing here.
1: Like right now, I'm I'm not going to lie. I think there's a lot of greed out in the market. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people who just want to be more right and they just keep buying and buying and buying and hoping that it's going to go up. They think this is the
0: bottom. Yeah.
1: Mm. Which who knows? I we'll see. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, yes. So so this is, you know, th- this is what you do. And by the way, when we hit the bottom, at the bottom of the market, you buy as much as you can of the right thing. Now that that's where Warren Buffett also has an edge because most people have absolutely no idea what a good company is or how to spot a good company. And mm-hmm. so when they hit the bottom of the market, really the bottom of the market, that's where most of the deals are, but that's also where most of the overpriced um, companies are, right? The fact is, is that you never know because if you're buying something that looks like it's on a, a, on sale,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but the company goes out of business, then you have paid a massively high price for that particular stock. Yeah. Buying SVB at its very bottom, which was a week before
1: it went bankrupt, before the stock was worth nothing, was a horrible idea. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just because something, and this is another thing that I hear average investors say is, oh, don't look at a stock like it's down 50%, look like it's on sale 50%. No. Mm -hmm. If the stock could go another 80% to the floor from the 50% down you bought it, it it doesn't mean it's on sale. If it's a bad stock to buy, it's a bad stock to buy. Right. Yeah. And so if you want to trade
0: well, you actually have to know what you're doing. If you want to invest well, you have to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You can't simply buy and hold forever. All right. Uh, I know that we've mentioned this a couple of times, but we've had students that come in that, that bought Tesla, you know, two years ago, and they're still holding it because obviously it's going to come back.
1: Or we we've met people who bought Alibaba at the highest point yeah. for close to a million dollars and now have maybe a hundred thousand right. left.
0: And you know what? Tesla might have been a great thing to buy when it had a monopoly on the on the um, electric you know, the electric vehicle yeah. market, but now it doesn't. Now mm-hmm. everybody and their cousin is making electric cars, and they are no longer a monopoly. And so, can you expect them to get back to the same place, or are they going to start seeing more average profits? and see things lower, just like Ford, just like GM, just like Toyota.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: All right. So yeah, you can buy and hold it forever. But if you bought it at the wrong time, you know, that's, that's another thing that, that I think people get wrong. If you're going to do well in the markets and wealth, you have to not only have time in the market. All right. Time is critical in investing Mm -hmm. both time in the market. How long are you there? but also the timing of the market, buying it at the right place. Yeah, um, I think Nigel has mentioned this before. People that bought houses in 2007 didn't actually get any money out of it. The, they didn't make a profit t- unless they sold after 2018. Mm-hmm. So they got in at the wrong time and and if they got out at the wrong time, then they were negative instead of positive. Yeah. It wasn't time in the market that mattered. It was the timing of the market. Well,
1: and, and something I ask people um, is when do you make money when you buy or sell Buy. what's when you buy? Cause you yeah. have to buy it at the right price. You buy it at too high of a price. Well, now there's no one to sell it to at a higher yeah. price. So yeah. you're kind of out of luck. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Well, that's kind of all the time we have.
0: I've certainly enjoyed doing the radio, um, and especially with Nigel. Uh, so, you know, this is kind of a fond farewell and, um, I hope that some of you, you know, get on to our podcast, which we will be publishing in the next couple of weeks. And if you want to know what that is, just give us a call and find out uh, what the link is, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, come and join us in one of our free three-hour trading and investing classes. The number is 8448TRADER. That's eight four four eight eight seven twenty three thirty seven. Or text the word WEALTH to 25029. Again, that's WEALTH to 25029. Or... If you know that you want to start doing better than the average, and you know that this is the time to uh, start doing it, just join us in one of our three-day workshops, all right? Typically $299. You can just give us a call, and we'll get you in, and especially here in late April or early May. Beautiful time to take this class, all right? Uh, but get into one of our three-day classes and learn a lot more. Actually learn how how everything starts working. Uh, the number to get in is 8448Trader. Again, that's eight four four eight eight seven twenty three thirty seven. 887 2337 Or text $99 to 25029. That's $99 to 25029. That's all the time we have, and we will we hope to see you on the podcast. bye